Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Warning. 50% of the tips you're about to hear from Derek are pure nonsense. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who paid $70 for an outdoor hanging cupboard for his food. But he gets mad at people who spend $20 on a buff. Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> Won't What's let the buddy? buff go. Won't let the buff die. It's going good, man. It's going good. With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who hides his wallet in the glove box because he doesn't think thieves are really looking for gloves. <laughs> You're, <laughs> wow, that might be a new low. That might be a new low. Think about that one. That's that one's pretty pretty deep. <laughs> you're you're growing, but slow, very slow. Yeah, we got a, a tips episode, mm. my friend. We do, we do have a tips episode. Yeah, we got, and this one is a little different than previous ones because this is kind of all over the place with all sorts of randomness. And yeah, should be good though, right? I'm hoping. Yeah, we get some random, okay, random stuff on here. So right. Right. And yeah, we'll see if your yeah, we'll see if your tips hold up because I'm curious what's on your list. I think you're going to be quite surprised on some of these things that I am going to pull out, but uh okay. Before we get to that though, I I got to share that there's a lot of folks out there who've been kind of asking like, "Hey, are you, st- you guys still going like backpacking? Like what's going on with this?" You know, with the whole virus thing going on. They're mm-hmm. they're telling me about all their mm-hmm. trips that they're yeah. getting canceled and such and so um I think I shared that like that the trip to Canyonlands became a trip to Capitol Reef and then that's since been canceled. Yeah. Um yeah. not because you weren't able to go. That that was not the reason. It was uh well clearly safety yeah. reasons, but right? Canceled. Yeah. Is July in jeopardy? Is July in jeopardy, Carl? Well I, we're kind of like in a month by month month situation. So I've got that Grand Canyon trip where um we've got the you know like we we're gonna do just car camping but then a couple guys were gonna go rim to rim and that's canceled. Mm. That the shuttle service is no longer there grand canyon's shut down right now not sure if they're gonna they said indefinitely so we'll see when that gets reopened so we're down two so we're just it's through may for me 
and you know that still puts us like a month and a half to July. So ho- right. hopefully not, but. Um, I'm gonna predict no. I think I'm gonna predict that it's not gonna get canceled. We're gonna go. What do you think? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no go. I feel like it's a no go. I don't I don't feel positive about it. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. You think it's gonna get canceled? I I don't. I mean that's how it feels. I just don't know. But hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know. I hope I am. What are we podcasting for? Then we're talking about backpacking. And then we're not gonna actually go backpacking. I know. So sad. Yeah. It's a weird. Is this gonna be like a coping mechanism? For us? Yeah. I think this will be our therapeutic uh, sessions for the listeners, you know, just to kind of get them through until the trails open up again. Hopefully, you know. Right. Right. Well, if they don't learn anything else from this episode, they have learned that Derek is a pessimist. So (laughs) welcome to that world right there. (laughs) Uh, Because really the way they're interpreting it is, you know, they're not interpreting it just as like, hey, Derek may not get to go backpacking in July. They're interpreting it as like, Maybe we all won't go backpacking in July. Like everybody can't go. Derek thinks nobody's going. Yeah, that's, what, that's right? exactly what I think. That's exactly what I think. Okay, I think so everybody. Captain Sunshine. Look, I was voted most optimistic, ironically, in high school. But for this, mm. you know, you don't plan on the on the Corona. You just don't plan on it. So you don't know yeah. what's going to happen. So that's true. Well, high school for you is like thirty five years ago. So life has definitely beaten you down, right? <laughs> this weathered me chipped away year after year year after 35 years yeah by the way by the way i do have a surprise for you on a positive note okay (laughs) semi semi semi-positive note at the end of this episode i have a surprise mp3 for you Mm. derek has not heard this he's gonna listen to it you know kind of like as we're recording and you'll get kind of his genuine reaction so any any predictions who the mp3 is yeah i do have a prediction i think it's bill i think it's bill about the uh i think it's bill about the sleeping mat that's what i think it's about okay so you think think that i got hold of the most elusive man in america is what you're saying i do (laughs) i i want to believe it i think there's a better chance of you getting a hold of bill than me going backpacking before (sighs) july well before july for sure yeah (laughs) for sure well sure um okay moving on to today's stuff I do have a Bible verse, Luke eight seventeen. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. So the light of truth reveals all, or will reveal yeah. all. And so some of these secrets we're going to be revealing today, like this whole idea of like you know hiding your wallet, will come to light, and they may not be secrets anymore, my friend. Mm-hmm. So Derek, my question to you then is: Does that really matter, though? Like. Are there? Do you think there are a lot of thieves listening to this podcast? Ah, uh, maybe if they illegally downloaded it. Although it is free, so illegally downloaded <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like Napster or something, but that's uh, kind of gone. So no, I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay, because we got some sensitive tips and tricks here, and so I, you know, we we don't want to be giving away some things, and they're like, oh, that's what we should do yeah. to yeah. counteract that. I think we're okay for a little while. Yeah. I don't even know how many tips we have here, but um, I'm going to let you go first. What you got? Tips and tricks. Um, okay. So uh, we're talking about some random things, and I thought to myself, you know, you're on the trail. Sometimes you're on there with uh, a spouse, a partner, a stranger, mm. uh, something of that nature. What if What if you... <laughs> what if? Wait, like you encounter a stranger or you're with a stranger? You're like, hey, stranger, come on down the trail. Maybe maybe you meet a stranger and you're like, let's... I don't I don't know. People okay. have all kinds of stories, right? 
So what if you have a communication breakdown on the trail? Like, what do you do, Carl? Like, what are some tips you would, you could, because <laughs> as a, as, as a backpacker, we're supposed to be uh, prepared for the unexpected, right? That's, okay. that's kind of the whole thing. Like, like, be prepared for the unexpected. So, uh, you know, this isn't like uh, psychology counseling 101, but if you're on the trail and you have communication breakdown, it can be detrimental mm. because if you're not on the same page and working as a team mm-hmm. that can create some dangerous scenarios. So right. part of the tips that I put in there were if you know you're rubbing somebody the wrong way or vice versa, is there a way to plan some downtime to relax, you know, to get to camp early, maybe go fishing on the trail or, or do something with downtime. Is there time to do that? Is there time to give them some space on the trail or mm. throughout the day or just to let things kind of cool down? And, uh, and then one of my, one of my bigger ones was uh, uh, don't freak out. Like, you know, if some people get it. Well, you're asking me a question and then you're answering your own question. Is that the, the thought here? I'm giving you the input. These are the okay. tips. You want the tips? Well, you, the asked, tips. You, you asked the tip and the question, like, what should you do? And now you're, so is that more rhetorical then? For you, yes. Okay. For everybody else, they can chime in at, at will. Um, <laughs> but, but not to freak out because, okay. you know, I think we go on a backpacking trip trying to be prepared for everything. And this mm. is something that can happen. So as with all the other things that you encounter on the trail, I would say still don't freak out. Keep your level head and just mm. try to go on about the trip and, and be as uh, flexible as you possibly can. So. So you're saying that one of the strategies for a communication breakdown is to tell the other person it's time for you to hike alone or go be by yourself. Is that correct? Uh, that is not exactly what I said at all. I love the way you reframe everything. <laughs> no, you might, you might here. no, you might say something like, "Hey, you know what? Why don't we just you know have some quiet time for a little while and just kind of you know I'm just, I'm just gonna have some quiet time for like a couple miles until the junction or, mm. or whatever, and then you know mm-hmm. hopefully." Um, People have mellowed out, and they understand that mm. you ha- you have to be willing to work together on the trail. I mean, you are a psychological genius, my friend. Like, I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> there's so many different personalities there. I think the quiet time definitely can work for some. I think quiet time can like enrage can. other people. Can. They're like, I'm going to th- I'm going to think about yeah. what was what's going on here. I'm going to dwell on it. I'm going to come up with like 55 reasons why you're wrong. And then when quiet time's over, I'm going to unload upon yeah, you. Exactly. Um, and maybe you're that yeah. guy. I don't know. But that, that's why I think for those people, <laughs> you you have to, if you, like, one of the tips I had was like, if you feel it, then say it. And what I mean by that is like, if I feel guys, oh my gosh, Carl's going to get us lost. I just don't think he understands how to read this map. Like, I got I to gotta be willing to say that, not just like go with the flow and then we get lost and maybe we die. I don't know. I'm trying to apply that to my own personal experience. And we have video footage of me just like sitting back watching the argument unfold about what to do and where to go from people that are not even familiar where we are on the map or really where like had no hand in the planning of the trip. This is from um, our, you know, our most recent, our most recent Yosemite trip. And I feel like if you could give me like a bag of popcorn, I just would have been sitting there eating the popcorn watching because yeah, I definitely wasn't enraged. Definitely kept a level head and just watch you guys hash out the most ridiculous argument of all time. So, um, is that a good strategy mm, for you? Maybe for you, you kind of just like okay. want to like what bury your head in the sand and avoid it, or like what's mm. is that safer? I don't have as strong a voice as the three guys that were arguing about what to do, mm, yeah, and tough. I was I was already decided, so I was like, all right, yeah, if you guys want to go that way, go for it. But I'm going this way, <laughs> so yeah. Okay. yeah. That was um yeah, that was that was a big moment right there. That was big Huge. time. 
We had you who was at, you were like somewhat familiar with the map, and then two guys did, hadn't looked at the map at all, <laughs> like discussing about how we should climb over a, you know an off trail ridge that's probably safe. And one of the guys, like, second backpacking trip ever. And he was one of the louder voices. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a struggle. I think, depending on the personalities in, on the trip, it, like, it can really yeah. be challenging uh, mm. to just, you know, how do you go about this? How do you solve it? When do you speak up? What do, what do you do? Right. You know? So, I right. think it, with any personality, I think it's, it's important to try to keep an objective level head and try to, like, have a listening yeah. ear, you know? For sure. I think that's where I excel. Being the loud voice of reason, not where I excel. But that's okay. So that's, that, that was a interesting first one. Going down the path of psychology. Interesting. Interesting. That's right. We're mixing it up. Yeah. I'm just going to go with the title of our episode. Derek, where do you hide your wallet? Do you, do you backpack <laughs> with it? Do you... Do you stash it somewhere in the vehicle? Mm. Like, like it's, you know, like you're talking, you bring wallet, you bring your extra keys. Mm. Like these things add up, man. These are like, you know, useless items on the trail yeah. that you don't need to carry. Yeah. Um, true. And like I gave you years ago, I gave Carl a Velcro wallet, which he mm. might, he might still carry and use a Velcro wallet as if he's, you know, 15. I don't even <laughs> see. I don't even have a wallet because okay. I have my phone, and then on the back of my phone, I slip in a few cards, and that's it. Okay, that's all I bring. And do I bring, you, do I bring, you bring the cards on the trail. Do you bring the cards? I bring the cards bring on the cards. trail, which is like point zero zero zero. I don't. I don't even know. It's like nothing weight wise, but I keep it on my phone because I use my phone a lot to take pictures and record things like that. So. Yeah, for yeah. me, well, that, no, that uh, part makes sense. For me, it's a win-win. I don't know about you. Do you put okay. your Velcro wallet in your sock, in your <laughs> underwear? Like, what are you, what are you doing with it? Wait, in my like, like I'm talking about storing it in the car, and you think I'm putting it in my underwear, like in the well, underwear well, of the car? Well, maybe you mix it up. I don't know. Do you, do you leave okay. yours in the car and hope that nobody breaks in your car, or like, what do you do? Yeah, I definitely leave mine in the car. The reason this came up because we, you know, we did that fastest no time last year, and you know. It, like two miles and I'm noticing that one of the guys has the wallet in the back pocket. And I was like, why, why do you have your wallet? And why is it in your back pocket right now? Oh that seems so ridiculous. Um, but for him, he just like, like it's not comfortable for him to store it in the car. And for some people, they were like, I would rather carry it and know that I have, you know, credit cards and cash and that's true. You know, all the identification that's this and that. So, um, but I, I, I don't want to carry extra stuff. So I don't what want do you, keys what do you do with jingling it? around. You put it in the wheel well of the car? Like, what are you, what are you doing with it? The trunk? You mean the wheel well. You put it under the hood in the engine? What are you doing? Mm, okay, now you're getting there. Yeah. So I think... Inside the I gas common. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, too. <laughs> common areas... <laughs> you might have better answers than me. Uh, common areas are people, like, will stuff it, they'll kind of, like, hide it under the, you know, one of the front car seats, like, wedged in with some of the, you know the frame of the seat or jam it in between, you know, where all the crumbs gather. But, um, so where I do is I actually, it's in where the spare tire is. So we have to kind of usually lift up a panel and then like, you know, wedge it down in where the spare tire is. That's, that's my secret for hiding my wallet and extra keys. And if I'm not bringing my cell phone, I'll throw my cell phone there too. So now all these people are going to be, well, if they're thieves, if they want to thieve. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Are there thieves that are listening to the podcast? And you well, said that they illegally downloaded You might be tempted. You might have just tempted everybody to check people's, you know, wheel wells and stuff. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. So the wheel well is different though, right? That's that's where it's like exposed to the outside. That's mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. right. This is the 
the, the I guess the the well of the spare tire. So have you done this every year? Uh, I've been doing it the last few years. Hmm. Last hmm. few years. I mean, trailheads are common areas for thievery, not just ba- backpacking trailheads, but like regular trailheads. Have you ever thought about just like, hey, I, mean, I know I'm going on a trip. Let me get my ID, credit card, couple bucks, mm-hmm. which weigh basically nothing, and right. just throw it in my bag. No, that's good to bring for sure. Why but I'm talking like it? the full-on wallet with all the other junk yeah, that why you have in there. I'm saying, why don't you just leave it at home if you're not going to use it? If we're just driving to the trail, you have your license. Uh, if it, yeah, no, for sure. If we're just driving to the trail, yeah, for sure. Usually, if I, you know, like I haven't been driving to the trail recently. Most of the trips I've been doing have been flights, and there's lots of other mm-hmm. portions of the trip involved. And yeah, but that's a good, good call. Fair, fair point. Yeah, leave all the excess stuff. You still have yeah. There's other there's other things to consider, but yeah. Um, if you have a better spot, if anybody out there, any fellow adventurers out there, got a better spot, mm-hmm. uh please let us know. So that's my thought. All right. What's next on your list? Next on my list is the uh, people like to bring the Swiss army knives. They like to bring the mm. uh, multi tools, if you will, on the trail. So, okay. um, you know, I found a couple of uh, articles where people had brought what you call the, <laughs> this is a real deal. Victoronics Swiss champ, uh, Swiss army knife. And it has, well, why don't you tell me? Just for fun, just just for fun, can you pronounce the brand Victoronics again? Victoronics, Swiss <laughs> Champ. How many? I want you to take a guess. I want you to take a guess. Two things. I want you to take a guess on how many functions it has. How many functions does this thing have? And how much do you think it costs? <laughs> the Victoronics. Yeah. Don't be googling either. No, I'm not. I'm making fun of your pronunciation. Victorinox? Victorinox? Victorinox. <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? Did I say Vic- it said Victorinox? I don't know what <laughs> Okay, that's a knockoff brand, probably, right? <laughs> I, I don't. I, how much do you think it is? I'm just saying. Okay. Um, can I, before I, I give you my prediction, was your research for this episode listening to old episodes? Because I think we've talked about. We didn't talk. We did not. Multi tool multiple no, times. No, we did, but we, talk, we didn't talk about the 82 function multi tool. It's 82 functions. Okay, I'm going to guess 82. That is in- incorrect. Is correct. It's actually okay. 83 uh, with the watch <laughs> on it. So how much is that, Carl? How much? Is that? So you're saying you're saying that not only are people bringing the multi-tools, but they're bringing... People are bringing... They're bringing too much. It's like, what are you going to do with 82, of 82 functions? Well, I can tool? tell you that if it Except has that many, it's probably them. got the toothpick. I might use that. It's got... <laughs> it's got the scissors, right? <laughs> I might use that. It's got, um, it's got a clock it's got on a it. screwdriver. It a probably won't use that. It's got a clock. Dude, if it's the 82, if it's, a, if it's the 82, it's probably got the uh, eating utensil, right? Uh, fork? I'm not seeing a... F- probably got a couple I would imagine utensils. it does. I mean, okay. I would... Yeah. But the thing is so thick. It's huge. You know? Right. Um, it's, it's over... The right. one I'm looking at is over $400, so... I'm not sure. People are packing their fears, my friend, and that's one of them. Dare, I, don't know if, I, don't that's, I don't think that's a good one. Dare I say, is that budget without getting mocked online somehow? Is that budget? $400, $400 Swiss Army knife? I don't know. Maybe for some people. Not for me. Hmm. Yeah. You might start budgeting. Victoronics. Would you... Victoronics. What did I say? Victorinics? Victorinix. 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 Yeah, oh, I'm saying it wrong. Okay, Victorinix. Yeah. So if, yeah. you know, mock me for pronunciation, totally fine. Um... <laughs> worth it worth it would you but you could budget for this you could budget for something like that i could see but you're using the word budget again mm-hmm. probably not the right way okay 
Um, I'm, I'm hoping for better tips after this. Okay, next one. If you're finishing your trip and flying out the same day, so your last day of your backpacking trip is the same day you're flying out, like how do you clean up or do you? How do I clean my body? Yeah, like make yourself presentable for the plane. I, I use the little wipes, the little okay. body wipes. And uh, so you we did you that. bring them or you buy them when you arrive. You just you pack them and you're kind of you know. We had luggage. we had left some in the car, mm-hmm. some quote unquote unscented body wipes, okay. and uh, wiped ourselves down. Some I think one of the guys brought like baby wipes and okay. and we all wiped down after the trip. I mean, it's you know now that works for your skin, but it does not work for the stink of all the accumulated sweat and dirt in your hair. So let me ask you this question. Would you be willing to bring like a travel size shampoo bottle and do a little like bathroom shower in a bathroom sink? <sighs> no. <laughs> bathroom sink, bathroom shower. Bathroom, like like you you put your head under the faucet, scrub it dub dub. I no, I'm not going that far. I mean, if I I okay. would I would do that if something extreme happened. Like, let's say I slipped and fell in some like poop or like some mud. Or, I don't know. Like, if it got <laughs> all over, and fell into some poop. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, I'll do that for sure. Okay. If not, all it's right. like you know what? I apologize ahead of time to the person whoever I'm sitting next to on an airplane if I'm going. But uh, you know, I might you know I take that back. I might clean up a, a tad if if I'm going to the airport. Because I'm bringing a change of clothes, right? So the clothes are going to mask a lot of the stink. But then I could, I could go in there and wash my face and my neck. I mean, I can do that. I can, I can. Yeah. So I'll try. I'll try to do so that. You're gonna, so you're going to do. You're going to go face and neck, but not the hair. Is what you're saying? Um. Yeah. Correct. Not the hair. No. How about you? You just go in there, stink full stink. Um. Yeah. I'm just going full stink. I, I mean, I'm going to wipe down like you're describing. I just thought I've seen that. It's pretty common in in hiking communities, and there's yeah, there's people that do that. They actually li- like take a like a sink shower, basically is what it's called. So just yeah, throwing that out there to see if you're up for that. So for those that aren't shy, there you go. Okay. So the rest we have here are, are from the listeners. I got some doozies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna the rest you have. I, I got my own still, buddy. <laughs> I have some more, but there's a lot of from <laughs> listeners that I want to talk about. So yeah, share the you can, um, you can you can you know ride their coattails. It's fine. <laughs> Do you want me to pull up another one of mine? <laughs> I just whatever, whatever you want. It's your world. You know what? <laughs> the world revolves around you. We know that. Uh, so this is from <laughs> this is from Doug. Doug told us a good tip was to if you forget your spoon to whittle a spoon on the trail. So, Carl, wait, wait, do you whittle with your Victorionix? That's what I was going to say. Knife? Like if I bring if I need to whittle a spoon, I, I got to bring the Victorionix. <laughs> if I bring the Victorionix, it sh- it should have a spoon, right? So, okay. I don't know. Um, I actually like this tip, but I'm I'm not like I don't train whittling. I you know, like sometimes if you're sitting around camper long enough, you just grab a stick and you start, you know, just shaving it down or whatever. Um, what's the proper whittling technique, Derek? Is it to to shave the stick like towards you or away from you? You know, uh, I watched a guy at Disneyland whittle something in wood one time, and, and he, w- he was doing it okay. away. He was doing it away. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say away. Okay. I am not a professional. All right. You definitely don't want to stab yourself, so definitely away is, is the correct one. I don't – could you think you could whittle a spoon like on the spot without like, – like first time, no practice, you need a spoon, here's a chunk of wood, go. <laughs> I mean, well, could we do that on the trail? I think that'd be a good challenge for both of us. 
What what if we Okay, challenge you want to add that to the challenge list? <laughs> so, you know, if we just add, what well, that would mean, like, hey, you know what? Now we got to bring two buck knives because that's all we're going to bring, probably. There, well, I don't, and I stop bringing knives because there's always somebody else that brings one. And I feel like, I feel like that among our crew, there'll be at least two. Mm, that's true. So, maybe we don't need to bring anything. Who can make the better spoon? Is that going to be the challenge? Uh, Yeah. Or, no practice. You know what? Maybe just like the, <laughs> the point. <laughs> what about this, like, the pointiest stick? Is that, is that easier for you? <laughs> <laughs> like you want to make a ten steak? <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I think the spoon is it takes the more skill. But if you need to do pointy stick, that's fine. Uh, pointy yeah. stick. Yeah, okay. pointy stick. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. My, a few episodes back, we had a guest on. JK is hiking, and he talked about how he freaked people out by wearing his like oxygen deprivation mask to train. And to get in shape for his Kilimanjaro trip. And yeah, you said that those are pretty common in California, right? Um, yeah, no, I, I actually see those a lot around here. And um, when people are running or jogging. I see them every once in a while in Colorado, but the, the, because we're at elevation, obviously not very common. Mixed results. Like the science behind that is not determined that that actually gives you a boost. I, I did some research and asked multiple people that were kind of experts in the like, science field of vo2 max i said look is this like if you you know increase your vo2 max you know your volume of oxygen in your lungs your ability to carry more oxygen capacity right will that actually help you like at altitude and there's no direct correlation they said they said like Mm. maybe but there's no scientific correlation behind that so um you know it might be placebo maybe there's some science it's just i would say undetermined at this point I was going to ask you, do you think that's placebo? Like, if you brought one of those yeah. and we went over a big peak with that, would you mentally think you're getting more oxygen? So, you are, are you talking about training, or are you suggesting that I should bring an oxygen deprivation mask to climb a peak? Challenge yourself. That's what I'm saying. Challenge yourself. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's... I, I think I would be wary to spend that much money not knowing for sure that it was going to help me. And... JK says it helped him, so I believe him. He's a stand-up guy, but the science does not confirm that. You're, you're a little bit. Do you believe in that more or Sasquatch more? Like, which one are you leaning towards? Do you want like, to continue the conversation on Sasquatch, even though we just devoted an entire long episode to one? I don't know where your allegiance lies, you know? I'm, just, okay. I'm always wondering that. But Another question I have that I was not able to find the answer to is, can you wear those masks, like, to cover your face to protect from, you know, like when you go out in public to grocery stores and stuff. Like, is, is now a good time to wear that for that purpose? I don't know. So that's like a mm. lack of a tip there. Can a, can a buff, can, do they have like a buff that helps with the oxygen? You know, if the you go onto the buff situation? website, they say that that is, n- oh, for the oxygen deprivation? Yeah, do they have a buff for that? They get a buff for everything else. I think if you put a buff over your mouth, you're, you're doing that inadvertently, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just figured they got a buff for everything. I don't know. Maybe. If you gag yourself, will that be oxygen deprivation? There's all sorts of things that could work for that. You know what? You know what? I will say this. I will say this. If they had a food-flavored buff, I might buy it. <laughs> you know, like a PBJ buff. You know, strawberry okay. buff. What, you, you're right, telling me you wouldn't right. buy? You, you tell, what's your favorite snack, Carl? <laughs> Chocolate chip cookie buff. You're telling me you wouldn't lick that and wear that as you walk down the trail? I think I found it, guys. I found his weakness, a food buff. He would buy it for 20 bucks. He would do it. 
You should have done the warning today and said, warning, I'm not going to let anything go today. Bring it all back up. <laughs> I'm going to regurgitate. <laughs> just everything, everything. This episode, okay, you could title, you just title this episode, <laughs> The Beaten Horse. Oh my gosh. What's next on your list? So, okay, here's another one from uh, one of our listeners, Gene. And they they said you rarely need as much food mm. as you think you do. I think I think you and Gene are are marching to the same drumbeat today, my friend. I think haven't we covered that? Giddy, yeah, giddy. We've up. talked Look, about just, Gene, caloric intake and yeah, and trying to plan that out well. And we we shared that you and I yeah. strategically did not bring as much food last trip, and that failed us because Paid off. we didn't have well, enough. yeah. I wish I brought a little bit. There's more. more to that story, by the way. Did we share this? Did we share that somebody was supposed to bring some extra food for us, like some energy bars, and that didn't quite make it to the trip? I don't know if we shared that part. Uh, that happened. You were supposed to bring me a bag of like baby bell cheeses, and mm. you just totally forgot that one year. So that 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 crushed yeah, me. Yeah, I could see that. that. I would agree for the most part. I, I would agree with Gene okay. on that. I think you rarely use it all. So all right. I don't know. Thanks, Gene. All right, appreciate that one. It's a good one. Um, yeah. This one was from a listener who sent this to me a while ago, and I, so I forget who this was. I just kind of bookmarked this page. But um, if you're looking for some interesting backpacking meal recipes, check out Green Belly Recipes, like spelled exactly how it sounds. Just do a Google search, and you're going to find some pretty interesting recipes, whether it's just kind of cold soaking stuff, whether that's kind of interesting, you know, oatmeal or granola or um, things way more fancy than that. I haven't checked mm. it completely out, but that's just like a tip if you're looking for a variety of kind of backcountry recipes to, to change up your meal stuff. Green belly meals, huh? You're going to... Green belly recipes. Recipes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I see them right here. You bu- I mean, you buy the same thing every year. Do you think you're going to strike out a little bit this year and try something new? What do you mean I buy the same thing? I, do, I buy my favorite meal every year, yes, but I, I branch out with a lot of things. I went vegan one year. What do you mean I don't branch out? What are you talking about? Uh, you can go I vegan one year. You've had salmon pesto for like ten years. Except in a row. except the salmon pesto. Every other meal yeah. was a vegan a vegan meal from a different branded uh, food company. Okay, prove it. What was one that you brought last year that you've never brought? Before? I, I don't. It was like a mushroom risotto. But mm, you're welcome. I actually do remember that. Okay. Point yeah, Derek on that one. Okay. Yeah, Carl looking right. foolish again. Uh, no, this. Okay, so <laughs> I I'm looking at these. Um, I don't. I might get, if I was going to do this, like they have burritos, lettuce wraps, parfaits, mm-hmm. quesadillas, oh, yeah. smoothies, right? So I think, obviously I see this and then I see it in a bar and I'm like, whoa, whoa. So right. I think what I might do is, I, if I was going to do this, I'd get one early and try it out. Because I'm not going to just buy it and then be like, let's go for it. Okay. Okay, so this is from uh, Sam. Sam said, check the hot spots. On, and Sam, by the way, this one hits home, Sam. This one hits home. Check the hot spots on your feet right when they start so you don't get 17 blisters like Derek mm. did uh, long ago. Uh, Sam, dead on. Dead on. Okay. There's no, I mean, yeah. yeah. 100%. Check your feet, period. Yeah. So you're talking, you know, we're we're 10 steps into the hike and you're like, ooh, I'm not, I'm not feeling this one. I think I got to take care of my feet. You would take your pack off. That early, like right. guys, I know we just started. I know it took us half an hour at the car for everybody to get their pack out of the car and get it on their back. I gotta stop. I'm taking Sam's advice, and okay. uh, you know, Sam. My question to you though is, do you wear wool socks? Are you going mm. cotton sock mode? Because we Hot don't spots all are just have from socks though. I know, but we don't all have hobbit feet and can't go through like rainstorms no, and hailstorms with cotton socks and get no blisters like Carl. Some of us right. have 
baby soft skin. So that being said, what's your sock game? You have a strong sock game <laughs> or a weak sock game? That's what I want to find out. He wants Let to us know, know Sam. Sam. He wants to know your sock game. That's that's. Let us know your sock game, Sam. I okay, know. I will share that this is actually really good advice, except that I think that most people don't typically take it. I think that people are t- are usually too embarrassed to stop early on, let's say within the first mile or so. They feel the pressure to kind of keep the wagon train moving, so to speak, and they don't want to take care of their feet, and as a result, they might pay the price later on. But if you can say, hey, guys, go ahead, I'll catch up, or if you can, you know, you know, deal with things early on. It's obviously the better solution, right? So for sure. it's just, I think it's more of a pride issue is my prediction mm. for most cases. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, knowing that you, knowing that you stop within like a mile or two, I think I could tough it out and wait for you to, you know, take off the backpack and then, hmm. th- then I'll okay. check the feet. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> okay. Uh, next one I have, this is for people that like, I don't think that the majority of the folks listening are through hikers. I think mm. maybe some, eventually will be through hikers and there's some through hikers that are just listening because like, you know, they're on the trail and they're, you know, passing some time, looking at the scenery, listening to different podcasts. So uh, if you're a through hiker, awesome. I don't know that this is the year you're through hiking. I know a lot of folks have, have bailed on that, but if you are on your through hike or you're planning to take your through hike, I have a strategy for you. Every once in a while, they take what's called a zero day where they do no miles and it's not a day off though they've got to do laundry they got to you know get food they got to just take care of random chores fix straps change out shoes whatever it is right and so as a result sometimes the zero days are actually more exhausting than the trail days so here's the strategies take a nero day so not a zero day but go like you know try to wake up early hike your 10 miles get done as early as you can and on that same day take care of all your chores and follow that with a zero day where you can just sit there and enjoy. So what do you think about yeah. that? I think that's, yeah, for a long trail, that's a great, I think it's a great idea. I mean, yeah. plan that out accordingly. I think I've never taken, have I taken a zero? I've taken, we've taken zero days before, but not from during through hikes. And is it hard for get, you to take a zero day? Cause you're the oh, kind yeah. of guy that's like, I oh, need 20, yeah. I need my 20 miles. I need my, you know, it's, it's not that it's just, Every time we take in a zero day, I'm trying to think. I think I've had kids with me, so it's more just that trying to find enough activities with the kids that you know will entertain them, especially when they're younger. So, have you taken a zero day besides with kids? I know you've taken one with a kid. I know. Not really. No, not really. Okay. No. I mean, because right. most of the trips I go on are like we're planning these for three or four days. You know, if I think the only time I really do a zero day is like if we ever did a long trail, and I'm like, yeah, we gotta like plan a plan a couple mm-hmm. of those bad boys in there. Right. And I know some folks uh, will take zero days, just like you know they're going out for four or five days, and one of those days they're just like, we are gonna hang out at this lake, and it is awesome. All right, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is from Nick, who says he says mm-hmm. plan all your trips in December, and watch YouTube videos about where you want to go. What was your okay. thought on that? I don't know if I agree with that, Nick. Now, if I'm a single dude, I'm all about that. But if you get like the family and kids, it's like, can I get away in December? Never going to happen. <laughs> I think you're misunderstanding. I think that what he's saying is like December is the trip planning month, not the trip taking month. Oh, plan yeah. all your trips. In- oh, I thought it said for yeah. December. My bad, Nick. My bad. You okay. are redeemed. But that's still you're so. Redeemed. D- Plan all your trips in December. No, yeah, and then you kind of do that though. You kind of plan them for 
or in like what like no January? i'm 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 you, you about 100 december i'm i'm 100 on board with nick over over the spring or the christmas break spring um usually break. before because it starts getting really cold and dark and you know we're nearing the winter solstice and i'm and i'm get kind of sad and dreary and i'm like where are we gonna go backpacking and that kind of brings hope to me so um and then the whole youtube thing have you ever watched youtube videos about like you know like kind of searched up where we're heading just to kind of see what the terrain's like have you ever done that before yeah no no i don't really think i've done that that often actually if i'm being honest so a lot of them are not good they're not entertaining but they are helpful Mm. like they'll provide really good scenery so you can kind of skip through and check out the scenery for various trails Mm. so i think 100 percent fully agree yeah thumbs up yeah i would agree okay i would agree all right let's do i'll do one more you got one more uh yeah i got one more yeah okay all right so my last one is I've, i've noticed that recently not only with our group, with other groups, I've seen people start to bring full-size bags of chips as like part of their snacks on the trail. And in our group in particular, one guy did it one year. Another guy, Jared, was like, that is genius. I would like to bring chips. And I think he brought it the following year, which was last summer. The problem is that those chips, by the time you get to them, are more like chip crumbs, right? Mm -hmm. They're not, Mm -hmm. they're not as, they're still good. Like you can still pour them in your mouth. They're still good, but they're not as enjoyable. So what do you do to avoid the chip crumb fiasco? So I've seen them strapped in various places on your backpack. Uh, One guy in our group strapped it to kind of like the back of his pack. So it was kind of like almost like a chip advertisement hanging off the back of his pack, right? Right. Uh, I would suggest strapping the chips to the top of your pack exposed so it's not crunched down inside the confines of your pack. And then when you put your pack down, it's less likely your pack's going to topple over to the you know the top side, so you're not going to be crunching them. I think that's your best chance of keeping your chips intact. What do you think? Are we talking about a full chip bag? I'm sorry, a full size, a full like not size the, chip not bag, the, like not the individual size. And we're, we're sitting here, like we're sitting here debating how to pack a full ch- size chip. Like, okay, we're not debating. I, I'm telling you, are, I, do you want to debate? I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do it. I'm sorry. And, so unless, you, you, so your response is just don't bring the chips. My response is to not bring a full chip bag. No. But I will say this because here's the thing. I'm going to want to use it as a trash bag eventually. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I feel the need to just hoge through these chips and then I have my trash bag? Did I throw them in a Ziploc? What does what does hoge mean? Hoge is a slang term we use here in Cali to pig out. So hoge okay. means to pig out. So All do right. I want to hoge through them and and then what I have this ginormous bag I can use as a trash bag or not? Like what do you yeah, I mean am I just gonna gobble crumbs down for three days? But you're saying it sounds like you're convincing yourself to eat lots of chips. I don't I love like no no no. I love chips. Love chips. But Okay. If I number one, if you ever brought a huge bag of chips, I'm gonna mock you just because it's ridiculous. But Number two, like figuring... We've had that happen on our trip and you didn't mock anybody. No, because... We, like, no, 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 no. Because these people regularly bring ridiculous things. Usually. Okay. So if it's you and me, we're like, I'd be like, what are you bringing a full bag? <laughs> like, you'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? But if it's like Rocky, it's like, eh, whatever. Rock, Rock would do something like that. But And, yeah. and you expect that from Rocky and that's fine. Um, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, let me share this with you because... A few episodes back, we had Jesse on, and he was—he started talking about spam. And I'm like, "What are you talking about? The spam thing, dude? 
spam is a legit thing. Like a lot of backpackers, maybe not the ones we hang out with, but a lot of them bring spam backpacking. And to me, that does not make sense. I think chips are in the same realm. I think this is a common thing on the trail, dude. I, maybe I'm living in a different world then. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think but are. at the same time, chips in general. I mean, like if, even if I bring like a travel size. Well, now I get this chip wrapper. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just being a little bit ridiculous they're, for sure. They're actually a pretty good bang for your buck in terms of weight to caloric intake. So mm. um, let me ask you this. What's your favorite chip? Ooh. Ooh. It's, it depends on the mood, but I'm going to say... Okay, so I like a few different types of chips. Okay. Um, I like any kind of blue corn tortilla chip. Those are great. Like without a dip? I would do those without a dip. But, I, I mean, obviously a dip or, hum, or hummus. Wow. Even hummus. I would do it. I would chow them. Okay. But um, gotcha. and you're talking about just a chip I can just chow down, no dip required? If I said, If I said, what is your favorite chip and what does that say about your personality, that would say, I am very boring is what that was that's one chip i do prefer okay. and i think somebody i think this is the bag somebody brought it was the have a chips is the name of the chip mm. have a chips okay yeah have that like little yep what is it like a teriyaki kind of marinated flavors it's so very faint faint it's, it's 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 very boring as well if you are gonna just go tortilla chips right you went blue tortilla chips so your base your flavor is basically just like the you know the tortilla and the, and salt but then again would I prefer a flavored Pringle? Oh, yeah. I love me some flavored Pringles, for sure. So you're saying when I say, what's your favorite? You're like, I'm going to reveal two that are not my favorite and then tell you that I prefer another one above that. That's your strategy. Look, I don't have just one chip. I like my chip full size. I don't like chip crumbs. You know, Do I want to eat a bag of Pringle crumbs? Not really. I do it, but I don't really want to do it. You know, Mary, you might be okay with that. Okay, so let me let me recap your response to my tip. Your response is, I prefer the chip intact. I like chips. That's a horrible tip, correct? How how come you never became a lawyer? I don't understand. You'd be a great you, lawyer. You made fun of this tip, and then you made the case for why you like chips and like them intact. I'm like, this is the perfect tip for you. No, because you I'm bring not have a chips. I like the chips like that, but I'm not going to bring a full bag of chips. That's just not, that's just me. I, don't I like chips, but I want to bring backpacking. Is that your answer? Yes, that's my answer. <laughs> okay. Well, other people are bringing chips backpacking, and now they have a way to have a full size Cheeto if they want to. All right. Enjoy your Cheetos. I'm not gonna mock. I mean, everybody can do yeah. what they want. I'm just saying for me. Mm. Would you bring a full bag of chips? Um, I don't. I don't crave them while I'm out there, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be against it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're. Let me get this straight. You, yeah. Although I don't have this, the self control, mm-hmm. like I would probably just down that bag in one day, to be honest. Do you have Do you have any more from listeners? Bring an Aqua Clip. It's the best thing ever. No, oh, that's, oh that's from somebody else. Um, this. <laughs> okay, my my final one is uh, from Chris, and Chris says, and this is I, I really like this is a good one, Chris. Uh, set your phone. Oh, this is from this is from uh, Chris from Rakea Designs. Yeah. Set your yeah. phone alarms on your calendar to sign up for permits do you do this carl do you do this so embarrassingly i don't do this because i'm so excited and hyper focused on signing up for permits that like that date's coming i'm ready to go like i don't need that reminder really i'm proud of you buddy yeah you you are on it i will say you were on it that's one of your strengths yeah i just i get so excited i'm like ah we gotta get the permit for this one but i will say that is a good tip though i like that tip hmm 
That's a solid tip. Well, it's one of my favorite tips, actually. Yeah, I got I got a post-it note with it written, and that's a reminder of anyone, but it's not mm. on my phone. So, yeah, that's a good Look one. Though. Like you, that. All right, lots of tips. How many do we do there? That Enough. Was, that was over ten, yeah, right? That was a lot. Do you get some trivia today? I got some trivia for you. Are you ready? Are you okay. ready for some trivia? I think so. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Yeah. Uh, we're talking about tips and tricks and random okay. things. Tips, tricks, random things. Gotcha. So this I have this is so I have some random things that these are things that people actually have brought or probably will bring again on a backpacking trip. I want to see if you know what some okay. of these things are, and uh, we'll see how smart you are. I want to see. There's no. There's no. <laughs> right. If you get the correct answer, cool. I kind of just want to see if how what you come up with that's kind of the fun for me and like what so you're gonna tell me like it's like a vocabulary one like here's a yeah. word what does this mean or... it's kind of a fill okay. in the blank i think you'll get some of these i think you'll be i think you'll be fine All with right. some of these actually don't don't worry All right, go ahead. okay first one um let's start we'll start easy carl we'll start easy what okay. is a squat strap squat strap you should you know this one. i think we've talked we've, we've i think we've mentioned this randomly Dude, i think you've before. asked this before in a trivia yeah yeah, isn't it where you like tie a strap around something like a tree so that you can squat down and go to the bathroom? Yeah, so people, yeah, it's twenty bucks. It's or okay. I'm sure it varies in price a little bit, but um, it's like you can strap it around a tree to go poop, or a lot of people just strap right. it around a tree to keep their backpack on and just to take a break, as if they were just relaxing mm. against a wall or something. So that's weird. Yeah, would you spend twenty dollars on that? Would did you do more research by listening to old episodes? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> number two, number two, we're gonna go. Okay. Uh, number two, um, <laughs> what uh, what is uh, what is mystical fire? I'm gonna give you a hint. It okay. is a dollar seventy nine. Okay, I think I actually know what this is. So there was a group of. Um, of guys that bought this mystical fire from the the two dollar store and they they brought it out somewhere in the wilderness and, and set it aflame and it became known as the the devil fire from your conspiracy in that conspiracy theories episode we did a few, you know like last month is that correct uh no 
That is that's a good that's okay. a good 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 route to take. Uh, mystical fire right. is something you can buy to you. It's like a little packet. You throw it in the fire, and it mm-hmm. makes the fire turn into different colors. So people like to kind of okay. have fun with it on the trail. However, it's got a ton of chemicals in it. Do not cook your food on mystical fire. Or well, it's, if it's got chemicals, you probably shouldn't be bringing I, it on the trail. I, I, you know, anyway, probably not. You're probably right, but they sell okay. it and people use it. So. Uh, number three. What? This, is, this, is, this is one of my favorite. This is a real thing. This is one. <laughs> All right. What is a candwich? <laughs> is it a, a sandwich in a can? <laughs> it's a yes, correct, Carl. It is a sandwich okay. in a can. This is a real thing where they. It's like a Coca-Cola-sized bottle where they jam in. I guess a sandwich flavor. They had like peanut butter and jelly. Okay. They had all kinds of different sandwiches. Is it in a bottle or a can? It's in a can, like okay. a Coca-Cola type can, and you right. drink the sandwich. Hmm. It's is liquefied. That, is that something you would? Apparently so. <laughs> okay. Is that something? Is that something you see yourself uh, maybe trying out or like as a dare, not for you know <laughs> as a dare caloric intake? <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You did pretty good. Okay, wait. I got one more. I got one more. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, they had roast beef. They had they had a few different chicken barbecue. You know, okay. it was good. Uh, final one. I don't know if you know what this is. What is a? Uh, I don't know if I'm saying this right. It's spelled M U S U C. Music bag. Let's see here. I think that's the bag they used on Goonies to store the jewels that the Fratellis did not find. <laughs> Oh jeez! Uh, no, is that that's correct? Not correct. This is a—it's like a sleeping bag, and it's in the shape of like a human body. And you get into this sleeping bag, mm. and uh, but it's—it's it's not offered in. like it's got the legs like cut out for the legs and stuff. It's got leg. It's got legs. It's got okay. arms. It's got head. It's in the shape of a body, and it's not in the—it's not offered in a down. Okay. Uh, style but um you know could you imagine would you sleep in a bag it's it's a hundred to three hundred and forty dollars so you know maybe it's budget for you Mm. uh budget i don't know i'm just imagining (laughs) like somebody wearing that at dusk and then like sneaking into somebody else's backcountry campsite and just like wandering through the forest and somebody's catching the glimpse of like the silhouette of this creature and they'd be like what that's not a sasquatch what what is that thing? And just being utterly confused. That could be a dare. That could be a challenge right there. I would, that would be very interesting to try to sleep in that thing. I wonder how warm it is. Okay. Like, I know your question is, what's the R value? But we don't talk about that on this podcast. We don't care. I definitely failed that trivia and I'm kind of proud of it. Let's be honest. You did pretty good. I'm going to give you like half. <laughs> I'm give you like half um, all right. I got some tidbits here. And one of them is that surprise MP3. I'll say that one for the, for the end. So, I revealed a few weeks back that I was going to be interviewing some guys. Um, ended up being, you know, for the Highline movie, Chris and Matt. And so that episode came out a couple weeks ago, and you were not available for that. And that wasn't actually intended to be like a, a regular episode. That was intended to be like a bonus episode, like a double episode a week. But we couldn't. We had some technical difficulties. But either way, I did what you suggested. I asked Matt from Z-Packs about... I basically just said, yeah, like, what's the best kind of pack for such and such? That was your strategy 
to try to win Matt over to to convince him to send me a free Z pack. And it failed. Yeah. Well, it failed. what was your idea? Um, I told you I'm not good at this. I was, I was willing, I'm not blaming you. I'm just, I was willing well, to take hey, your advice yeah. and I'm just letting okay. you know, give you an update. I don't know if you, if, if, the, if okay. anybody, if everybody listening, I'm not sure if you caught that, but I did, I kind of, I took Derek's advice basically and it just didn't work. So, um, I, it wasn't even, it's rare, it wasn't guys. even it's like, rare. it wasn't even something he was thinking. I think he went into like salesman mode and was like, here's what you're going to want to have. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just didn't have the delivery that was needed to execute. Oh, that probably not. No, I, yeah, style. for sure. For sure. I, I could have gone next level and been like, hey, do you have an extra one of those laying around I could try out? Do you have like a used one I can have or is it like a like a damaged like a damaged one, maybe? Is that- I want I want a new one, but that's okay. Um and then I also <laughs> I also asked a question about joining them for for their sequel, Highline Two, like how do I get on that trip? And uh, I don't know if everybody caught that, but I I got the like ridiculous answer from Chris which is basically saying like, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to make fun of, we're going to give you a silly answer so that we don't have to directly answer that question. So basically that was an indirect mm-hmm. way of saying, no, you're not invited, Carl. So I also got rejected <laughs> that way too. <laughs> uh, maybe so, you got to stick with your strengths, you know, and, and kind yeah. of just guilt trip them into giving you one. Like, look. Well, here's the, here's the positive thing. Cause I've, I've mentioned recently about not getting invited on these trips, but I did get invited by Jim from the Sasquatch Outpost, he said he would be willing to take me on a Sasquatch expedition for free. So Dude, I don't do know it. if I can do that. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That would be amazing. That yeah. Would be amazing. If I'm taking days away from the family, I kind of want to go with you know people I know. Look, so. All I'm saying is you claim to love the Sasquatch and believe, and this is your chance to prove me wrong. It would be fun to see if my cot could get grabbed from the outside of the tent. That'd be kind of a fun experience. But I want to see if uh, I bet they'll throw rocks at you, though. Yeah, I've seen that's pretty common. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. But uh, quick, pa- <laughs> quick Patreon update <laughs> is we have our bonus episode three out. If you want extra content, check it out on patreon.com. It's linked in the show notes. That that was released, I think, like a week and a half ago or so. So we got lots of that, lots of extra bonus episodes, old episodes, just lots of extra stuff if you're looking for additional content. And now it's time for the surprise MP3. And you were correct, my friend. I did get a hold of Bill. Good job. Oh, Yes. 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 So I'm going to, okay. yeah, this conversation went a lot longer than this MP3, but I just kind of whittle it down, so to speak, to the uh, to the essentials mm. here. So, yeah, so, I'm, so here's what we're going to do is I'm going to play it, but I'm going to let your audio continue. So you, as you listen to it live, um, you can kind of, you know, you don't want to over talk, Bill, but you can, you know, we'll hear your reaction to what he's saying. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Bill, how's it going? Uh, this, my name's Carl Mandrilli. I talked to you a while back. You were a shuttle driver uh, to Olympic National Park last summer. Uh, do you have a couple minutes to talk? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I, I got one question. So we have that kind of this ongoing debate with our group. So we had one of our guys, Derek, showed up the first night at our camp, like we'd hiked in after you dropped us off, and he <laughs> didn't have his sleeping pad. And so he thinks that he had it like loosely strapped down to his backpack and he had, you know, his backpack in the trailer that was behind your minivan. And so he's claiming that somehow with all the bumps and such from driving around, his sleeping pad flew out of the back of the trailer. So I guess I got two questions. First of all, did you happen across any like extra sleeping pad on any of your shuttle excursions last year? And if not, have you ever had a pad fly out of the back of your trailer or any piece of gear? 
No, right. and you know what? Um, <laughs> He'll say anytime no. things like that are found, um, generally speaking, if somebody sees it, it's taken to the trailhead and it's generally pinned on the board or or sat there so that um, other people huh. can find it. It's so always when that happens. That, the the way of the it's just part of the way of the backpackers. Um, to take care of each other in that way, you know. For sure. And unfortunately, we weren't going back to that original trailhead. We were going like a point-to-point mm, hike. Mm. Um, did you Have you ever had anything? Bummer. like Due to all the kind of the rough roads, just, you know, basically have the bumps launch something out of the trailer that you know of? No. Okay. Has anybody ever left an item in the trailer or in your car, your van, I guess? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've Not in the trailer. Not okay. in the trailer at all, because generally when you got everybody taken out of the trailer, um, they're all looking and, and making sure they didn't. But I have in the car, in the in the van, um, people have slipped their phone in one of the sleeves behind one of the seats or something like that. And I had uh, one a couple years ago where I had to to almost go 75 miles back to where they were because one of the other gentlemen had gotten hold of me yeah, and he said they left their cell phone in the vehicle and, and uh, sent a- after that uh, one incident of the cell phone, um, <clears throat> it's my position to take care of uh, looking in all the sleeves and under the seats to make sure that nothing else gets left in the van. Gotcha. So, yeah, how long ago was the cell phone incident? Two years, three years, something. Okay, so so before we, we headed out there. So my reaction to that is uh, is pretty simple. You know, he's saying that, yeah, he didn't find anything, and no, nobody's ever left anything, or I've never lost anything in the trailer. How does he know unless, you know, like in our case, like, right. I didn't really realize it until like later on that I had lost it. Right. So, and if that's the case, you know, I mean, and he's saying like people will pin mm. them up on the on board. Right. Well, I'm never, I'm never going to know that. I'm never going to know that. So right. it doesn't really prove anything, Carl. I mean, I'm glad that you tracked him down, but. Okay. So not everybody takes these like epic point to point journeys that we take. A lot of his trips are going to be a lot shorter. And so people, might be able to reach out to him, you know, after the trip, they'd be like, Hey, you know what? I didn't have this on my trip. This was missing. Was that in your van or was that in your trailer? Did you you see that? So he would get these questions after the trip if things actually did in fact go missing. So the fact in in absence of these questions, he's assuming that people aren't losing their stuff. And then he also obviously double checks things, the trailer, the van, to, to make sure that nobody's, you know, leaving stuff on accident, right? Right. But this is simple. Like, it could be like, hey, your my sleeping mat was in the back. Boom, boom, right. bump, bump. It flew out. And he's right. going to be like, oh, no, nobody left anything in my trailer. But well, Yeah, no, for sure. But, but what I'm saying is, is if that had happened before, he would have heard other people asking, like, hey, did you come across this, you know, pad or sleeping bag or chip mm. bag or whatever it is? So, yeah. Yeah, so in absence of that, he's assuming that it just doesn't happen. It's not very common. So, um, are you? True. So I. So is your argument that it that this probably doesn't happen very often or at all, except the one time that you went with Bill? No, no. I think it could happen way more than than my. Then one why time. isn't he hearing about it? I don't know. 
Are you accusing Bill of lying? How long did it take you to get a hold of Bill? Oh, not very long. Just like six months. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wasn't constantly trying to, I wasn't like calling him every day. I wasn't a stalker guy, but. Are most people, are most people as relentless with you and they have this agenda to like, you know, prove their friend wrong? I'm trying to prove you Probably wrong, not. dude. I'm trying so. to prove that you're a liar. <laughs> 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 I'm not lying on a mat. Like, what do I care? We're going to take oh a DNA gosh, sample of your so mat funny. next year and determine how <laughs> old it actually is and how many trips it's been on. <laughs> is it like you can't, you, you can't hide a new mat. Like, like if it's been used before, we'll be able to tell. Like you can't, no matter how good mm. you clean it, it's going to look used. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use it once a year. Okay. Not once a year, Got but it. it's multiple Got nights. Um, Jesse's theory is that Bill oh, is simply wow. collecting gear and maybe selling it on eBay because, because Ooh, you know, people are leaving yeah. stuff all the time and he has a, he has a kind of a mm. side racket going. But Bill, I can assure you, Bill does not have the internet at home. And he's using a flip phone still, so yep. that's why it's so hard to get a hold of him. But um, yeah, that's true. So, so my whole purpose in sharing the MP3 obviously was to to allow you a platform to come clean. But it sounds like you're refusing to do so. There's no need to come. Cl- I've tried. It's like when people hear the truth, they just don't want to believe it because it doesn't align with their versions. I can't help. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like I can't. <laughs> Okay, because the truth is you have a, a flying sleeping pad and you bought the same exact Let's, one <laughs> right afterwards. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. <laughs> look, look, what, what, what's going to help you sleep at night? This is what it's about. Do you want me to just be like, no, I lied. I actually just forgot it. It was in my, my garage the whole time. Is that what you want to hear? Is that going to make you feel better? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll get, we'll throw that version out there too okay. for you. Okay. We'll just pretend that yeah, happened. That, you're it not. Did, it, that's, that's not what happened though. <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better <laughs> because especially especially i have no reason to lie because you forgot something yourself so that, that's the perfect time to be like oh my gosh i forgot something too mm. you know like what's the point of me making up a whole story about it yeah i left mm-hmm. mine in in our rental minivan and found it afterwards so Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was just coming clean. I, that's what happened. I didn't, I didn't forget it. Like I obviously packed it, but it fell out of my backpack because my zipper was like right. Undone. You don't yeah. look. You don't need to defend yourself to me. Like I'm not tracking the minivan company down. Okay. Well, let me let me. DNA. If I said, Derek, I don't have my pillow. I know that I packed it. It's lightweight. It probably threw out of the of the back. But I bought the same exact pillow, same exact color, right after the trip. You would not question that. What, what do you mean by right after the trip? Like the next day. That's not when I bought it. <laughs> You're trying to trap me right now. That's I'm not even trying what to trap you. Give me a scenario. How would you respond to that? That's that would be that would be a little interesting. But um, okay, you know, I. <laughs> I it's not. Right. That's not my story. I think either way, I'm gonna like. You have I'm, a problem. I'm happy to end this conversation on the missing sleeping pad, and we'll just say people can make up their own minds about it. This is why that's, you're not getting invited conclusion. on backpacking trips for things like this. Okay? <laughs> this is why people are like, <laughs> this is what I have to deal with people. Okay? This is, how did I get through three years? Three years and a hundred episodes. How did I, I should get a medal. I, I should know. get something. You should. Yeah. You should. Um, Pack a ramen. That's a good point, actually, that yeah. people don't want to hear this on, on the backpacking trips. They don't want to get accused of being liars. All right. That's all I got, my friend. This is it. That was a long one. Thanks for hanging with us, you guys. We will see you next time on the BNB. And remember, guys, if Carl hands you a can of soda, it may not be soda. So. <laughs>
<laughs> hopefully it's a hopefully it's a sandwich. We'll see you next time. I want to So yeah, there was there was this other there was this other uh, weird item people bring on trips. Carl brings it. It's called the GSI or G, GSI Vortex Blender. It's a hand powered blender. And he's like, Derek, have you ever had one of my smoothies? I was like, What do you mean? He's like, It's called God's Smoothie, Derek. I'm like, God's Smoothie. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's got slugs, peat moss, a little dirt, a little Giardia stream water. It really, it really is good for the soul. God's Smoothie. Uh, Carl, I'm never, ever giving anything or drinking anything you offer me ever. So leave your little blender, uh, in the wheel well of your car. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.